Hi, this is Tony at Cover Magazine. I'm speaking to uh, Kanusa Mkize, the Sunlam Corporate CEO. Kanusa, thank you very much for talking to me. Thank you for having me, Tony. Kanusa, it is, um, we're talking about corporate, of course, and yes. um, uh, which means that we're talking about employee benefits, corporate benefits, and that sort of thing, which mm -hmm. is one of probably, um, as per our pre-discussion, one of the most important things, I think, in um, generational uh, wealth, generational security, financial security, et cetera, for various reasons. So, um, but to, to just go back for a minute, uh, congratulations on your appointment and all of that sort of thing. Um, I wanted to find out from you if you can just tell us a little bit about how does uh, how is Sundong Corporate put together? What is the structure like? Uh, thank you very much um, once again for having me, Tony. So yes, I do look after Sunlam Corporate. And Sunlam Corporate is the employee benefits and health business within the Sunlam Group. So we primarily look after institutional clients, um, with the largest of our clients being, like I said, retirement funds and any kind of employer that has an, an EVP that includes, you know, any kind of retirement savings, you know, group risk protection and, and also help. Okay. And now, um, I mean, there has been um, a bit of change in your leadership. <laughs> and um, uh, has this been just a restructure or is it simply people moving around? Um, what has brought this about? I think it's a little bit of both. Um, we've seen quite a lot of mobility in terms of some of the talent in the business. And I mean, I'm very excited, you know, for the opportunities and the recognition of some of the people that were on my leadership team. You know, so some of the moves have been prompted by internal promotions um, or re redeployment of some of the colleagues that originally were on the, the corporate leadership team. Um, but we've actually then used those opportunities to think about, you know, how should the team be structured, which capabilities make sense in terms of putting them together. You know, you can always do when somebody moves into another part of the, the business, do a control find replace. Um, but, you know, as a leadership team, we sort of took a step back and we said in the context of our strategy, and some of the things that we need to do. What are the roles that we need? You know, as the first question, you know, which mm. things do we need to put together? Which things do we need to separate? Um, and then once we'd made the decision around, you know, what we need to look like from an organizational perspective, you know, the work was in saying, you know, who are the right people to, to, to carry those portfolios so that we can achieve, you know, the vision and the strategy and the ambitions that we've set ourselves. Yes. So if we look at the retirement, um, funding environment and how the world of work has changed, etc. Um, how, how has it affected what you do in, in your environment? So, look, I spend a lot of time, you know, with my clients, just the, the entire business model is predicated on people being employed, right? And, and then there being in, enough employers out there and enough businesses. Um, but you know, in in what I always think about is in its original value statement, you know, my business was there to partner with an employer, right, to, to make sure that one, if something tragic happened while, you know, their employee was in their employee, that they could look after that, that, that employee's dependents and, you know, the people that that employee cared for and looked after. 
And then also just to make sure that that person, you know, once they had left their employment, you know, could have a good life. You you, you don't want the the reputational um, damage of having, you know, Kanisa who used to work at Sandlam. Something has mm. happened to her now. Kanisa's um, children are destitute. Yeah. Or Kanisa who used to work at Sandlam is now, you know, living on the street. And, and you also don't want to have that kind of thing. You, you want to be able to be an employer that can, you know, be have a reputation for looking after its people. It 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 keeps people in your business, the really talented people. So it's a retention thing. And it's also a way to attract strong talent. So I think that's the partnership we we have with a lot of our clients is how can we help them in terms of strengthening their employee value proposition. Um, things have changed a lot as it relates to, you know, the 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 way of working. Um I I think there is my my big concern is, you know, for 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 many organizations, part of you know belonging to an organization is driven in its in culture, right? And yeah. you feel an affinity to a place, and so I, I think being present, being in the workplace helps with 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 culture. I think the my, my worry is part of what we were responding to, and part of the value proposition was some paternalism. Um, with from from employers, you know, mm. I want to look after my people. Um, yeah. I wonder if that paternalism, if people are working so far away, from, you know, and everything is just a little bit less connected, will remain. Um, and and so um, we are asking ourselves in terms of how do we remain relevant if some of that changes um, in the context of how you know the employer employee relationship shifts or changes over time. Because mm, mm, the need is still there. The need but is just still the dynamics there. might change. Yeah, yeah. Now, just in closing, maybe just to ask, uh, I know um, you uh, have what about 1.3 million members or something, and each of those three or four people. Um, how do you balance the group advice versus the individual advice? Like if I if I think about our business and this is now I think the number you're you're, you're citing is completely correct. Now across you know our group risk business, our administration business, and our umbrella business, um, and and the advisory business, uh, there are probably 1.3 million members that we um, can impact there. Um, and I'm I'm going to ignore for a bit you know the the the, the members on the administration health administration side. But I think the, the the what we need to do and what we we are working on and what we haven't always gotten right is being able to create a very strong link in terms of the advice that we give at an institutional level, and then being able to bring that institutional EVP closer to the advice that the member has taken. And, and I, I think the things should converge really so that you can deliver the best possible outcome for the members um, during their working lives and post-retirement. Um, what 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 we've, we found in the industry and what I think a lot of the, the default legislation and the default regulation is 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 has been driving as is a bigger focus on the member, you know, mm. really thinking about those outcomes um, and creating more of a, a fiduciary responsibility. Really, um, if you're saying that you're retire running a retirement fund, I think the the interventions around you know 
providing a default individual solution are quite important, um, either preservation or, or retirement, um, and making these affordable, right? And I think the counseling and the coaching is quite critical. I think the role of the financial planner in terms of being able to deliver advice in partnership with the fund and the benefit consultants is, is also quite key. I think what we've always seen, and this is something that we're addressing, is quite often the individual advice is concentrated on those people with very high fund credits, right? Yeah. Um, and, and, and the people that, you know, potentially are deemed to need more complex advice. And I, I think, and, and it's an incentive and a rewards driven thing, mm -hmm. right? You can understand. Um, but but what we what we are doing in in my business is, is really looking at the membership base holistically, and making sure that we've got advice models that can cater to all of the different people in an organisation, and yeah. um, across the different income bands. And we've developed something you know called the Essential Financial Plan, and really it has been a collaborative effort, you know, between my benefit consultants, you know, my part of the business. And also the, you know, Sanlam has got one of the largest individual advice footprints um, in the country. You know, we've worked with specialist advisors, you know, through our partnership with Graviton. We've worked with Sanlam Connect advisors to say, actually, if we want to do the right thing by members, what is the proposition that we'd need to put out? We've even gone as far as saying, in some of the cases, face-to-face -face advice is doesn't make sense. It's, it's not economical. Um, and we've put together a framework called the Essential Financial Plan, which we're deploying into our umbrella as a place mm -hmm. to start to make sure that we cover the full uh, range of spectrum in terms of members, making sure that you know there's an advice that is incorporates the individual needs and also the benefits that are already implicit in the EB framework. Mm. That sounds like a next discussion for us to unpack that a little bit. Because it sounds like a story that. on its own. Yes. Yeah, I'm very excited about the progress that we've made. I, I think one of the things that used to really bug us as the Sunlam corporate business is, you know, when we people talk about retailization, that's yeah. that's not what we're trying to do. We really want to deliver better member outcomes, right? Yeah. And, and and that's what you know what we're focusing on is looking after the members because that's where the value and that was the purpose. Um, in, in, in the original statement. Absolutely. Brilliant. Yeah. No, I'm excited to carry this conversation forward, but thank you very much for your insights thank um, you, Tony. today. It was so great to meet you and to have this conversation. Sure. It's lovely to have been here.